0: Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action 4 News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Common Number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then me have Big Tuck, your breaking news source.
1: Yes, and as the great mystic of the hidden way, Anne Frank, always said, despite everything, <laughs> I believe that people are really chaotic and hellbent at heart. I mean, whew, it's bleak. It's a wow. bleak one there.
2: Yeah, that is bleak.
1: I actually, got a, I actually got a real laugh out of Mr. Combo,
2: so I'll take it as a good one. <laughs> He's doing it. Finally, 60 episodes in. You got one. Squee McGee getting caught up on Meta Traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street.
0: Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. <laughs> well, like most of us, he can't handle these Commander Legend preview cards. <laughs> he just can't. <laughs>
1: like what the hell Uh, yeah that's good i'm not made of money right
2: nor can i build 200 decks
1: yep and uh incoming uh two boxes
2: oh boy
1: thank you for tuning into your number six
0: source of magic the gathering news we're gonna get an emery Curl. i heard it last week so it has to be true i'm
2: i mean we uh whatever whatever it's gonna happen
0: you little faith
2: Is there like an emmy cruel junior that we can collect now in the meantime oh my god do you think there's a happy meal
1: yeah like comes with a little toy no we are only we are getting the real thing we are getting it this year aka
2: 2021 no we're gonna get a happy meal emmy cruel jr that comes with a little toy which is gonna be squeeze toy courtesy of the card oh nice good pull
0: we're gonna start off the top of the castle leaves and carnage that ensued with 45 so it was pretty cool uh the godfather my fiance and i this is leading into a magic story i promise uh-huh. saturday Agreed. night uh my fiance was like hey we should hang out with the godfather tonight we haven't had dinner in a while let's go get dinner and i was like you know what great idea i hit him up and he says well i'm working on my car you know go do something don't plan on me being there but i'll try to make it and well, that's I like, say, okay yeah <laughs> yeah so it was stuff. i love it Well, should we just do leftovers? We got tons of leftovers. I made these buffalo chicken Buddha bowls. Should we just do that? She's like, well, babe, let's go out. Let's go do something, but not spend a crazy amount of money. And I said, you know what we should do? Let's go hit up Applebee's and hang out there for a couple hours. Uh, Y'all went out and
2: decided to go to Applebee's.
0: Yep. They had $5, 25 ounce cocktails. (sighs) And so we got there at 530. 30. The Godfather showed up about 6.45. We didn't leave till 9 p.m.
2: Ooh, and how many cocktails no, did Mr. Combo have in the meantime? Yeah, great,
0: great question. Uh, so I had probably like five or six of these 25-ounce cocktails. Uh, slight buzz. Uh, my fiance had five or six, four or five drinks, five drinks the like That's over 100 ounces doing, of cocktail.
1: I was doing okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I had to pee a lot, but that was about it. Um, and it was crazy, our total collective bill with Tip was still only $150, hanging out at this hey place man. for four hours. Eating good in the neighborhood. Uh, it was a great deal. Eating good in
2: the neighborhood. So,
0: so this all leads to, we were out late, having a good time, Godfather spent the night, and so the next day I guilted him into playing Magic. So we play magic, and I decided, you know what? It's leading up to spooky weekend. Let's do scary playmat. So I picked my scariest ones I had, mm-hmm. and then each of or I picked four Halloweenish type decks. And then I gave him some scary stuff. Game one, uh, I'm s- I'm just so proud of him because he just demolished everyone with Kozilek. <laughs> He played my colorless really? deck, and <laughs> let me tell you, when he throws that Hedron Matrix on Kozilek, turns it into a 24-24 with Menace, you seem to kill people. <laughs> and then he would giggle as he plays this big Eldrazi with Annihilator and puts Lightning Greaves on it and swings at me, so I have to sacrifice my entire board. That, but is, yeah. that, that
1: is pretty great. <laughs>
0: It did not a lot of details uh it was just it was just so funny that usually godfather plays a little bit more one-dimensional type decks uh-huh. and that my great distortion deck it is a counter spell deck and he did do some counter spells and uh he you just us, ramrodded us yeah it was great i, I was just <laughs> proud papa team ramrod that's great yeah. Love it uh squee mcgee any games you would like to talk about
2: no i'm kidding actually this week i did play a game holy crap What played two last I know night you played what? i
0: feel like the only reason you even played last night is you're like crap we're recording tomorrow <laughs> i need nothing <laughs> to talk
2: about uh the that thought part, did that's... cross my line. <laughs> That is partially true. However, I did have a a free evening and it was a lot of fun. I hadn't played in a couple weeks. Um, so I was playing with, uh, Duff, friend of the cast, Tyler, uh, Sir Nathan and, uh, myself, I guess, you know, I had to be part of the game. Um, Oh, you always got to play with yourself. That's a a tough, Nathan was playing Trostani, uh, Tyler was playing Marin and we'll get into Marin, that. God. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. And then Duff was playing uh, his dino deck, the, the Gishoth deck all day. So, oh, haven't seen that yeah, yet. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Um, he has, I assume it's uh, a Gishoth deck, so
1: we should all know, <laughs> we should all know what to expect.
2: <laughs> yeah, It's a pretty good rigmarole. Comments. He was getting a lot of dinos out there. <laughs> but let's, let's talk about this first game here. Uh, so... More or less, I think he had, what, Fleshbag flesh Marauder? Is that the one that comes in and everybody sacks a creature? He
0: always uh, gets
2: Fleshbag Marauder! we <laughs> oh, time going to keep into this. Because <laughs> he got Fleshbag Marauder, he got Sporefrog, and then he got a flippin' Grave Pact. <laughs> End of yeah. the game. Uh, anyways, the whole game, I uh, actually almost killed him. So I was playing my Anawan deck, uh, still working out the kinks in that, and it's going pretty well. Um, and I got out a Sir Conrad. I never got to cast Anawan, never got to cast any rogues other than just putting one out on the board so that I could avoid his Fleshbag Marauder and keep Sir Conrad out there. But I actually got him and Duff down to like 10 and 12 life respectively with only Sir Conrad on the board the entirety of the game. Wow. Wow. It was pretty impressive. Sir Conrad was doing some serious work. Yeah. And then I tried to mill people out, but like... I also was playing you know, I'm playing a mill deck, so I was just feeding into Tyler's whole thing any any day of the week, you know. Yeah It, it got real <laughs> ugly, so we decided to play a second game and that's when the Grave Pact came in and then everybody was just like, What are we what are we even doing here? Let's just uh just scoop it up. Anyways, There's. Tyler, you're on, you're on heavy notice with that Marinette. Oh, okay.
0: So, so all of, I was kept waiting because you kept being like, oh, we're going to get to that. And I kept figuring like, yeah, then this, then we did game two and I just bitch slapped him. Yeah, right. I just, I just ran no. rampant
1: <laughs> all over his ass. <laughs>
2: no, I took like, I took it like the little
1: boy I am.
2: Tyler gave us such a hard backhand to the face that he spun around in a 360 and did it again the next <laughs> game with the same backhand, Makes tip, sense. one full circle. Uh, Sounds but yeah, like a real, real coward to play the deck two
1: times in a row, but what uh, do I know?
2: Yeah, Trostani was doing pretty well, started getting a bunch of tokens out there, but by that time, it was just it, the board state was beyond what it could have been. Uh, I was kind of sad. I was hoping Duff would pull out a game with his dino deck because flipping dinos are where it's at. Um, But yeah, it was kind of nice to be back. I played online. I actually did it for all of you out there. Complete hater, but I made it for two games, and it was actually pretty fun. So maybe, just maybe, you'll see me more.
0: All right. Big Tuck, what games would you like to talk about?
1: Well, uh, I actually do have a couple to talk about, believe it or not, because we're talking No Breeze and No Twister today. I got to play the last time before I went to Chi-Town, because a single Aaron hit me up at like... 7.30 asking if I could play at 8, so I was like, sure. Now listen, I'm all about having a good time out on the interwebs or the series of tubes, if you will, maybe Uh having a cocktail or perhaps some of your favorite greenery. We played with one of Aaron's friends, Aaron's, excuse me, friends from back home in Baston, and this guy was either a moron or completely stoned out of his mind because he made some and he said now to his face he said he made some he hasn't played in a while so he kind of forgot how all this stuff works and then he plays like a a $1,200 Loro deck uh, yeah, so that checks out. Pretty much gave Aaron away the first game when he living death after Dar- Aaron had discarded all these monster creatures to his graveyard in anticipation for this living death. So I just <laughs> conceded. Uh, I almost had Aaron on the ropes. And actually, I could have killed him, but I didn't because I thought it would be boring because there's only a three-player game. Fools. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, fools Fool. on me again. Then the second game, I played my Edric deck, which I hadn't played in a really long time. And I think it's falling into the category of, like, I've over-engineered it too much over the years, mm. till now it's like kind of weird and sloppy, because there's a lot of times where I was drawing cards, A, I couldn't draw a land to save my life, and a lot of times I was drawing cards I'm like, how did this even make it weird? so... <laughs> it's a combo uh,
2: piece of a combo piece of a combo piece I still, I never s- I still
1: won, because I think I cra- I had some monster creative rigmarole, uh, it's the only copy I own, but I think it's like, okay, some of these decks I've had for such a long time, I really probably need to bring back to the chopping block.
0: Alright, that's uh. I can't say I've ever over-engineered a deck, because I'm not like you in Squeed, where I just sit there and meticulously manipulate them until they resemble Boy, a mutated you get, beast. You get these new cards, and it's exciting, and you want to
2: find home for them right. somewhere, so... And then you just start thinking, maybe, maybe it'll work, but you haven't played with yeah. the deck in a couple of months. So who knows? And then but you just wrap it in there and in you re- don't see it for a year or two. And then
1: it, by it, the end of it, 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 it's like you didn't change anything at all. In reality, I just need to cut it down to like all one ones with evasion for one. So <laughs> yeah. what do you got
0: to do? <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 life at a dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase?
2: all right well I'm gonna head this one off so I came up with a list of four different kinds of players that you see at tables and I think what brings together a healthy group so we're gonna introduce these over time we're gonna do one today and out of suspense I'm not gonna tell you what the rest of them are you're just gonna have to wait and see Um, so today we are playing the role of the chaos bringer at the table so this is gonna be somebody that's sitting around generally doesn't give a flip who wins is going to play anything that's funny at any given time. Somebody could be in the middle of a combo piece that's gonna kill another player and they end it just for fun. Or maybe they board wipe at a terrible time when it doesn't make any sense. Or maybe they blow up everybody's lands. who knows. It's whoever wants to come in and interject and cause a little chaos. That's who we're talking about today. So we got a couple different ways that we're gonna go with this. And the first one I wanted to talk about. I have a question. Yes, sir.
0: So with this Chaos Bringer, he sounds a lot like Kid
2: Rock. (laughs) Is, Is
0: there a physical, a stereotype we should be looking for when picturing the chaos bringer
2: are, are you saying that it's it's me
0: i mean i wouldn't come right out and say that i just said a kid rock type <laughs> now
1: look i thought you gotta sit here and have words put into my own mouth i didn't say but if you want to draw certain parallels and that's up to open interpretation i've been, yeah, I've been known absolutely.
2: to have a little fun on the board and do things a little bit unorthodox but you know it could be me at a certain point in time. It could not. Maybe maybe it's what the one. What do Godfather. you mean? You literally will do
0: something, and I will literally say, Squee, it doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing that? And you're just like,
2: meh. Yeah. That is the Chaos Bringer. All right, I'll take it. I'll, I'll own it. I'll own right. it. I'll have it. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to talk about here, and I'm going to throw this out to the group. Big Tuck, we'll start with you. How do you interact with the Chaos Bringer at the table? How do you manage what they're doing how do you try and make sure it doesn't affect you as much as possible
1: so i think there's i think there's two things there's two ways of going about this which is one is one is the easy way, which is my experience whenever I try to do this sort of stuff is you just kill the person. While well, their defenses their defenses their defenses are down, they're they're wait they're not doing much. They keep doing the classic CMD tower like guys, trust me, like I'm not the threat here. But sometimes in this sense I think they earnestly mean it. Um, so I think that's like kind of the most direct, not fun way to deal with it. Um, and the second one, and I know this is gonna be crazy, is you just take a deep breath and just let it wash over you. Be like, there okay, now I'm gonna play, okay, if you have a possibility storm, perfect. I'm gonna play into that possibility storm. If we're thinking about some sort of warp world shenanigans, all right, fine, like I'm game for this. You just let it kind of run out, run its course, have its thing, um, and, and kind of stop worrying about what's gonna happen.
2: Oh, I love it. See, that's that's one of my favorite quilts in the world: "Is embrace the chaos, just let it happen."
1: Now, I will I will follow it up with that is if you're dealing with a person intentionally playing a sort of chaos deck, not someone who's just making nonsensical moves with their with the five decks that they have. There, now, I'm not specifically saying you, Squee, on this. I've done the same sort of thing before and hope to just seem like I'm some wacky guy when in reality I'm just trying not to get killed turn four. <laughs>
2: All right, Mr. Combo, hit me with it.
1: All right, so I actually
0: disagree with Tuck on the first point of kill him first. So I'm also taking this squee, and you can, because this is your archetype, Mm -hmm. because Tuck pointed out there at the very end, there are people that play a chaos dex, and then there are people that you just don't know what they're going to do, not because they're a talented player, just because they make nonsensical decisions. Right. To yes. you, which one, which one are we talking about here today? Well, are we talking about Chaos decks? are we talking about nonsensical crazy people? Well, let's go, let's, let's go
2: nonsensical crazy people.
0: Oh, All right. okay, well, that's Nonsen- different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nonsensical crazy people, you ignore them like yep. you do actual crazy people. You see someone crazy on the street, screaming at the sky, you walk past them, you keep talking to your friends, you keep drinking your Starbucks, you basic hoe. Uh, so that's option one. Option two, and, and this is one where you have to really be a good politicker yourself because a chaos, a person that makes nonsensical decisions will very rarely ever win the game, but they will always decide the outcome of the game. Mm. So what you have to do is you you want to try to... Get your opponents to recognize the nonsensical decisions and quote unquote, work with you to eliminate the player. But you never dedicate your own resources to doing it because you should never dedicate resources to taking out the chaos bringer because they're not gonna win the game. All they're gonna do is slow the game down and make it to where any, it's almost like plane chase. You almost have to picture the person as plane chase and you have to get your opponents, like if you're on a crappy plane, oh, I don't really want to spend my mana to roll out of here because I'd kind of like to use it to spend on stuff hey big tuck man this plane it's dude this is terrible like look at your board like you're getting even more impacted dude get, roll out of this come on man get us out of here okay. and he's like yeah you know what you're <laughs> right
1: I do need to get out of here I see okay in that light I actually did I actually think it's the opposite I think you go with the chaos person the agent of chaos as opposed on to trying to up on him, you hop on the same chaos board with him be like hey this guy's probably gonna do things that make no sense but if I can curry some semblance of favor then the other two people have to worry about the two of us and they're probably gonna mm-hmm. worry more about him because he's a wild card.
2: I like where Big Tuck's going with this. uh, I like where you're going with it because the kingmaker is, you said it yourself, Mr. Comber. the kingmaker is in the chaos. So you got to follow the chaos and then they might just make you king because you've been their friend the whole game.
0: But usually chaos impacts Everyone you, you want to get the other two to take out the chaos person while you establish your board state, play Switzerland, and once they've used their removal, their counter spells, all of that stuff on the chaos person, and they're finally dead, you haven't used any resources and you can finally win the well, game. Well, what happens, but then what That's if someone's like, I'm gonna go
1: with the chaos guy, oh, you're not doing anything?
0: <laughs> well, then what good does it do for three people to be the, on the chaos side? There's gotta gonna one be, one gonna
1: okay, so, I think that oh, there's like there's great. multi there's multiple roles around it, right? Where there's like there's one person who's like, Yeah, I love this chaos. There's another person who's like, Okay, I can trust that these two people are gonna gang up on the chaos. And there's a fourth <laughs> person who's like, I don't even care what's going on here. I'm just playing solitaire on my deck anyways. So each person kinda kinda slot into one of these roles based on what one person is <laughs> doing.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, this is this is wonderful. Uh I tend to agree, I tend to agree with Big Talk that you should team up with Chaos Bringer. Uh you might just change fools. the chaos that they have, <laughs> and they fool, might just fools. make it chaotic for you. But you know, Mister Combo. Uh, I mean, you're also not wrong. Like I agree with you on don't use your resources on them. I think that is 100 percent accurate. Yeah, I agree. With th- I agree. If, with that if one. you could do both, I would say team up with them and don't use your resources on them. It's <laughs> perfect. That is the perfect it's, scenario.
1: It's like uh, <laughs> it's like my the old pal from uh, Optiver. Here we are, Alu. Uh, john coltrane used to say if you do that you will lose and you are a fool all
2: right uh so we're going to move to the second section of this you're now going to have to put on your pretend hats because i know neither of you are the chaos players Uh, that's not true at all um, you are. No, you are a Big liar, just on. like you're
0: apparently OK. Just like you're a casual player. No, you're not the chaos or you, you, don't you play, are a chaos player. No,
2: no, you're not a chaos player. Don't play player. expensive decks. No, you have I way have too much decks. semblance of what's going on and how to play your plays. It just doesn't you, you cannot be a chaos player. You know, too much. Damn uh, it. So, you know, too much. <laughs> so second question, if you are playing the role of the chaos bringer, should you try and win the game or not?
0: All right. So if we're going off of squeeze Iteration of what a chaos bringer is you never try to win the game because that's, that's not what you're trying to do with nonsensical decisions. Like a chaos bringer is someone that uses a counter spell on a soul ring on turn eight. Like that is what a chaos bringer <laughs> is nonsensical doesn't make any sense. Everyone's confused. Cause you could have prevented the counter spell that someone does for expropriate. Um, so, I I think if that's what you want to do and you just have fun messing with everyone's game plan, then no, you should never try to win. Now, I guess you could say that every commander deck has a way to win through command damage. Mm -hmm. And I guess if you do nonsensical decisions enough, maybe eventually you just happen to kill someone with command damage because it's like, well i'm doing nonsensical stuff that doesn't make any sense <laughs> and you know i i just happen to kill someone maybe you could win the game but it should never be your goal you know if we're, if we're going Plan a b c winning the game is z
1: yeah uh and also to that point i think the godfather kind of falls into this role a fair amount of times when he oh, 100%, right? yeah. that he plays 100 that's 100%. actually who i was
2: thinking of i like initially as like the the epitome yeah. of chaos in the game uh,
1: I, so I agree, and I think there. I think to Mister Combo's point, I think there can be a point when you're playing a non-chaos role where you realize like, oh, I'm out of this game, right? Like it's definitely going to be one of these two people. I might mm-hmm. as well have fun for the rest of the game, and I think that's when you can kind of transition into one of this <laughs> into this sort of chaos role of making these weird counter spells and killing creatures and like making these sort of like what would be con- preconceived as misplays. Um, but yeah, like I know, I, like. I think if you're setting out to be like, I'm just going to screw around this game and see what happens. A, you're <laughs> definitely not going to win. And B, people are probably going to get frustrated. You know what you that reminds me win. of?
2: That reminds me of uh, what everybody would do in Mario Kart. When like the original Mario Kart in multiplayer, when you died, you became the little bob and oh. you just went around and you tried to f*** everybody's day up and just blow somebody up and lose their little balloons. Like, I feel like that. And that's an interesting angle to it, too. I never really thought about that. But, yeah, I think there are more Chaos players out there late game because they're just like, what the hell? That guy killed me. So I'm going to put all my spite points into you. Doesn't make any sense, but I'm going down. (laughs) So you're coming with this ship. And I think that happens all the time. Like, Mr. Combo killing me and scooping and then walking out of the house in a rage. I got to kill. Ugh. Well, it wasn't a rage. I had to go to dinner.
1: I had to make my BLT salad. You were hangry. You were very hangry. That's, that's also, that is a Mr. Kamala move. Like, alright, I'm gonna lose. Alright, i we're again suck on that for the rest of the game. <laughs> So I guess you are kind of the chaos person yourself. No, because see, that's not (laughs) chaos. I'm the spiteful person. I'm extremely spiteful. spiteful.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but the spite comes at a chaotic moment because you don't know when you're gonna get spiteful.
1: Well, I'm gonna lose next turn. All right, let's look at this. (laughs) Destroy all lands. I quit. Yep.
2: Hope you all enjoy playing for another three and a half hours while you rebuild your board states.
1: I (laughs) actually won that game, so it worked out for me.
2: (laughs) ridiculous um okay so last thing we're diving into here i've seen it a million times players get salty at whoever is the chaos player when they mess up whatever it is that they're trying to do we've all seen it somebody's came in made a as mr combo says nonsensical move and then it ruined your combo or it ruined the way your deck works or somebody for just shits and giggles plops a rest in peace on the board and you're playing marin your whole deck shuts down You just can't see it coming, but everybody gets super salty. I'm going to kick this one off. I don't think anybody should be salty at the Chaos Players ever. Granted, I do enjoy being in that role. However... It's just, adds so much fun. The whole thing of Commander is it's chaos. There is, there's four people going head to head. You can attack anybody you want. It doesn't always make sense who you swing at and who you don't swing at. And in the chaotic role, when somebody's coming in and they're just going to counterspell your soul ring, one, hilarious, makes the game a lot more fun. Two, the whole board is then thrown off and it's, again, makes the game a lot more fun. People start talking back and forth more. You get more deals going. You get all this crap going on. So I don't think anybody should ever get mad at this. I, th- I think you should embrace it as Big Tuck said. Embrace the chaos. If you die, if it ruins your combo, if they exile your graveyard early on and it just happened to have the one card you needed for the rest of the deck, too bad. Happens. Build a build a <laughs> deck that can get it back or something like that. But uh, Big Tuck, what do you feel? Is it justified to get angry? As as a guy that gets angry every once in a while and storms out and punches beer cans and has to give himself a little chat. Yeah, you know,
1: I'm known to have a Big Tuck blowout every once in a while. Um... <laughs> A BTB? Yeah, a BTB, a if B-T-B. you will. <laughs> the real t- BTB. Big time <laughs> follow-up. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is... Can I, can I pass priority on this? I, no. <laughs> okay. No, you cannot. I want to say that you shouldn't get upset, but that's also hyper-critical, because this is happening <laughs> several times, so I've gotten extremely upset. Um...
2: feel like I wrote this question for you. The
1: only way. How about
0: this, Tuck? Take a second, gather your thoughts, because I don't feel like you. I feel like you're you're reaching for what you're trying to get to. Let me go. I'll let <laughs> yeah, you. I'll let, let it, you end it. Yeah, thank you. I, uh, let it marinate. I think you need to marinate and yes. how it yes. feel. Thank you. Thank you very uh, much. I I don't think you should ever get mad at the chaos player, but naturally you will. Because, and, and, and I will say this, I was someone who did get very frustrated at the Chaos players, but since Godfather has moved back to Kansas City and we've played more with him, I've learned to now not care because he literally does it every time I effing I play with him. Um, and I think at the beginning of it... He'd always get a rise out of me. And I think that's what I think that's actually at the root of this, what the chaos player wants. Right. They want to see people get a rise. You, you know, it doesn't do anything when someone wrath of gods, when there's literally one creature out and it's like, well, that didn't make any sense. And it's like, well, okay, I'll move on. And they're like, oh, man, I didn't get a reaction out of you. Or right. counterspell your soul ring. And you're like, oh, all right. And it's like, well, damn. I was hoping you were going to, like, flip the table. Right. So what I've, what I've done is I got so used to the Godfather doing that that I just eventually was like, well, I guess, whatever. I'm moving on. And I've actually noticed now recently he doesn't do his chaotic things towards me. He does it towards other players because they he gets the rise out mm. of them because he doesn't get it out of me. And so I think that's actually helped me because I was getting angry angry now i don't and now honestly even if he did do a random chaos thing to me it's like well it is what it is let me move on i almost treat when i get hit with nonsensical decisions like a counterspell it's like instead of a nonsensical player it was a very very good player and they just counterspelled what i was trying to do (laughs) and it's like okay moving on i mean you can't get pissed off every time someone counterspells
1: one of your things
2: what about song of the dryads on your commander
1: now that's an entirely different discussion. Uh, no, okay. So I think I let it marinate. Right, I had this. I let the salt kind of get into the beef uh, through the soy sauce. So I think here's okay. If I if you're playing with people who are p- very competitive players and you're trying to keep up or keep them from stopping to do something, and just so your deck can do what it wants, and then someone does something that makes zero sense in context, then that's when I'm like, that's where it gets frustrating to me. But if you go into a normal, if you go into a game where everyone's just kind of like dicking around and just like laughing off and here to like have a good time, you had a couple good drinks, you're people like oh whatever, then like it's a lot easier for me to be like all right whatever like pick it up. All right, so but all right. like but okay, so like if I, for example, if I was in a play with. Uh, the, with Gregor Clegane, if I was in a game with that, with him, and someone did some <laughs> random BS that threw me off of what I was trying to do, I would be furious. <laughs> but, but, but if it was just like a Friday night, and we're like, yeah, I had a couple beers in, I don't know, whatever. All right, cool, you killed my commander for no reason. Fine, you know, uh,
0: it's situational. For I me. disagree. You you still get upset when people do chaos things to you. Like you, you don't mind chaos cards in gameplay. You don't like nonsensical decisions. Period.
1: I would. I, so for the, I would agree with that. It's considering the people that I'm playing with. If it's just like yes, mess- yes, right. So I would. If yeah. I'm playing in the right pod, I would agree with you. There are times where I'm like, okay, whatever, doesn't matter.
2: So you think there should be st- structure to the chaos? Is what I'm hearing. Maybe. At least it depends on how into the game you are when the game started. For example, if somebody has a target on their back, you're out here to kill them, and if the chaos stops you from killing them, you're going to be really, really upset. I'm going to be livid, especially, bro- especially yeah. if it's my brother.
1: Especially right if here, you're just, game.
2: Yeah, if you're just uh, if you're just playing a, a normal casual game, then then you're not going to be upset. So to me, it sounds like you're all over the map here. You are the chaos still with your actions
1: you're not wrong <laughs> i do never been called a loop
2: fair enough fair enough alright well uh, I think that'll round this out we're gonna do this a couple more times I've got four total roles that we'll talk about uh, I think they're all very interesting you probably have an idea kind of where they're gonna go at but again we're going for 100% suspense here so you're just gonna have to wait and find out and who even knows when they're gonna be because we all just kind of decide collectively during the week what the hell we want to talk about that day so it could come next week could come in three weeks could come in six weeks I interrupt this broadcast to bring you the winner of the October giveaway, the fire memer himself, Uncle AJ. You have won the Zendikar Rising Commander Dex. Congratulations, reach out to at Mr. Combo number Five or at CMD Tower on Twitter to claim your prize. Alright, well that's gonna wrap up. What's the
0: plane chase? Now in that last segment, Squee dives into those creative juices with Do the weatherland.
2: Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper Before I'm Squee McGee. Uh, we're going into some more new cards here. We're talking Mutate today. Uh, a particularly dirty version of Mutate that I didn't really know was a thing until I started <laughs> looking into it, and as it turns out, could be pretty good. Uh, we're topping Snapdacks, Apex of the Hunt. Mm. Uh, so, Legendary Creature, Dinosaur, Cat, Nightmare, What's all right? the things that I love love it uh the picture is also amazing because it does look like a dinosaur cat nightmare kind of thing it's got like dino spikes and it's a gigantic cat and it's all dark and scary uh so it's also what? a mythic. Oh, it is a mythic. Good call. Uh, so it is one colorless, a red, a white, and a black, and it has mutate four five, and then it has a double strike. So whenever this creature mutates, it deals four damage to target creature or planeswalker, and opponent controls, and you gain four life to three, five. And then to refresh everybody on mutate, if you haven't kept up with it, if you cast this spell for its mutate cost put it over or under target non-human creature you own they mutate together and then you have the creature on top has its normal stuff plus all the abilities of the creature under it uh, so what we're going to do with this is unfortunate for the rest of the world but we're going to infect oh, no. on mutate with double strike it's kind of gross Oh, and I think it could work pretty well so uh, what the hell let's just uh, let's set the ground stone here there, I looked it up and there's actually a ton of small infect creatures in red, white, and black there's a lot of them, so you can build oh, an entire God. deck with this and then other mutate creatures to slap on top of the little weenies, and so the first one I want to talk about is Plague Stinger so one color, oh. listen to black, creature, insect horror, uh, I believe it's a uh, common, and it has yes, flying turns. and infect and it's a 1-1 what I like about this is it has flying and infect, and then you slap the other creature on top of it, i.e. your commander, makes it a 3-5 flying infect with double strike. Not too bad. So we're going to, basically in this deck, load up a lot of these little weenies and then build up with other sorts of mutate cards, slap them on there. I hadn't really explored mutate before, but this seemed like the easiest way to win with mutate, if you were to ask me. Yeah, play singers. And you know what's start. funny?
0: As I remember, mutate when it kind of came out, we all were like, "What? Like this is so weird. Yep. I, I don't get yeah. it. I, I my brain can't comprehend it." But now that it's been six months, however long it's been, a couple months, like three uh, months, it's just. I think this came out April.
2: Was this icoria May? Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. Uh, it's actually a very easy concept. I don't know <laughs> right, why yeah. we all it's, thought it's it was so confusing.
2: difficult we're all just like it, it, it the rules money. are gonna break it the world's gonna crash the the stock market's <laughs> gonna go to zero it gets all abilities and one power toughness that's right. it right <laughs> it's it's it, yeah it's pretty straightforward um so really the idea here yeah as we were saying just slap a bunch of these weenies on here i also wanted to bring up a couple of cards that i thought were kind of cool and could be used in other decks as well as this one uh so next one is kunoros hound of Athreos. it is one colorless, a white and a black legendary creature hound also could be a commander. If you oh, want. right. It's a
0: rare. That was a giveaway we did back in January.
1: I think mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, that's when the new Theros came yeah. out.
2: Yeah. yeah. So this one is a three, three with vigilance, menace, lifelink, creature cards and graveyards can't enter the battlefield. Players can't cast spells from the graveyards. Tyler, I kind of put this in here for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Really, I just wanted to make this card awa- like people aware that this is out there in Orzhov. You can slap this onto the board. And if you're not playing graveyard recursion yourself, this could put a stymie on probably at least one person at the table on any yeah. given game. Because almost everybody is trying to do a little bit of something with bringing creatures out of their graveyard or out of somebody else's graveyard. Um, I thought this was a pretty good creature staxy piece, really.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah and again giving giving your creature all of those other green wor- or, uh, everg- evergreen ability soup uh, yep. it would make it pretty yep. good also the uh, the flavor text on here because I'm wearing my glasses ooh, is, pretty, is pretty nifty uh, three sharp barks announce an attempt to escape the underworld three sharp bites end it ooh ooh is this a little 3 head
2: doggy boy or? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, buddy. That is uh that is no stout in that picture however. Stout's a much cuter cat than that. Yeah. Woof woof. woof. Did you get that pun there? It was quick. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch out for it. <laughs> um all right. So, we are going into uh, probably the chaos card in this whole thing doesn't make a whole lot of sense, other than I just thought it was cool because it's another rogue's passage. It's called Suspicious Bookcase. Ugh, the
0: bookcase. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it is uh, two colorless artifact creature wall uncommon defender three tap target creature can't be blocked this turn zero four. Not bad.
1: Now you would not want to mutate on top of this. No, correct. No, this is just to get your commander
2: through or whoever's swinging in through <laughs> on your infect damage, but i mean it, it's not bad it's a it's a cheaper than rogues passages to activate and it actually can block and it's only two mana to get out there but like yeah the name's just pure gold it's just a little book
1: exploring. oh my god
2: you're done i'm done with it. you're um, done bit, you're bit, off.
1: Bit retired bit retired oh uh, we're this the rails is this, today, is, this is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> you lost, lost your damn mind I, th- I think suspicious
0: bookcase is up there with crashing drawbridge. Yeah. Just what? What is going on here?
2: <laughs> but crashing drawbridge was actually really, really good. Um, There's an
1: argument that could be made that this in
2: Voltron is like crashing drawbridge. Yeah, this like is really, in reality. Uh, <laughs> Well, you heard it here, folks. It's a new CMD, spe- <laughs> CMD Tower <laughs> special. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> I'm talking buyout today. Um, all right, we got one left. We might as well talk about at least something that has mutate on it that was kind of fun. This one's Durgebat. That's Dirge Bat. That's D I R G E. Dirge. Wait, did you say douchebag? Uh, Dirge Bat. Oh, okay. If you do say it fast, though, it kind of sounds like douchebag. Dirge Bat. Dirge Dur- Bat. Dirge
1: Hey, I was hanging out at the bar last night with my girl, right? This real dirge bat comes up and starts talking to
2: (laughs) me. Oh, I love it. All right, so dirge bat, as you can guess, is a creature uh, douche bat. um, And it's a rare. Two colorless and two black. Has mutate for six, which is a bit steep. Uh, Flash, which is fun. Flying. Also fun. Whenever this creature mutates, destroy target creature, planeswalker, and opponent controls. It's a 3-3. So you can flash this in, mutate it onto somebody else, or, you know, slap it on top. You're going to destroy something if you need to do it as spot removal as an instant. I know 6 is not exactly the most efficient spot removal, but when you can use this and also just play this as a normal creature with flat or with flying and a 3-3 that you can mutate, mutate on top of with your commander or somebody else... I think it has a lot of use in here. It's probably dirt cheap because I can't imagine people are running this in many decks. So you're gonna get this for next to nothing, and it's gonna be a kind of, this whole deck's kind of modal, really. So you mm-hmm. could mutate this onto something with Infect, or you could use it just as a destroy spell. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And then you mutate on top of it. Oh, you can mutate cool. trigger again. Why not?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do mutate wise. And like the cool thing just with this commander, because technically you can mutate one of these Infect things, put it underneath of Snapdax, yep. and now he's just a 3-5 Double Strike Infect, and you don't have to keep putting all your stuff on there. It's like, oh, I'm just going to do that. Oh, you killed him. I cast him, mutate this thing back underneath. Yep. Uh, you just kind of keep doing it over and over and over, um, and it's it's really works out real well. But, I have found the coolest card. I mean, it'd be fine for the deck, but the flavor text is metal. <laughs> all right. Crush and Drop Priest? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Priests of Norn, two colorless white preacher cleric vigilance, and infect. It's a one four, but the flavor text Oof. may our blessings sever the tongues of the forsaken oh, Elish Norn, wow. grand cinnabite. That's, that's dark. dark. That's pretty. Ooh, that's dark. Yeah, that's
2: pretty, wow. pretty bleak. Vigilance infect, and they're cutting out tongues, man. That's dirty. That'll work in there, actually. That's yeah. That's solid. what's some people it. would
1: say. Uh, some people would say. Some people on the podcast could have such a treatment on them.
2: well that's all i had on this i think it would be kind of fun i never really explored mutate as mr combo said it's not as scary as it sounds it's just a lot of text so once you read the text once and you remember what it is you'll be fine go ahead and do it Uh, i think this could be fun though Uh, so i'll kick it back to the action 4 news desk with mr combo and big tuck
0: Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through level1gameshop.com. Another way to support your new team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash tower. With reward tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. We also do have our store that is live, cmdtower.com slash merch. If you can't join our Patreon community and kind of do a monthly contribution, but you still want to get some really cool swag, please feel free. Go out there, place your orders, uh, and we will even hopefully have the holiday sweater on there uh, come mid-December. You could communicate directly with your news team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, cmdtower.com. You can also reach us at CMD Tower, at Mr. Commodore 5, all spell out except for the 5, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting, from your MTG Action 4 News team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>